wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Podcast, your boy is Matt. Dr. Matt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot already. And Brian. <laughs> Every week. Every week. I'm Every week. Keep forgetting. And? Brian. And, uh, it Not is a... Dr. Brian. <laughs> uh, doctor of Love, Brian. Ooh, yeah. And, uh, or Doctor of DC uh, Storylines. <laughs> and, uh, we are giving you a Sunday Movie Mayhem movie review. That's right. We're doing it. Old school style. Yeah, the only style that we have, yeah. really. We only um, have one style. We're I'm pretty no- good with it. I'm noticing this bobble, this baseball bobblehead. Yes, uh, I got a gift from our good friend Chris Bukowski, the yeah. host of the. Uh, he gave you this. He gave me that. It's cool. the of the uh, Charge of the Mound podcast, which I was recently a guest on. Yeah, tell uh, me what you, it was. You could find it on a po- uh, sorry uh, Apple, Apple yeah. and Spotify, and yeah. I believe Anchor. So he gave me a an Obi Wan Kenobi. Like, Bobblehead, it's Met second baseman Robinson Cano mm. as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, he's dressed as a Jedi, yeah. and instead of a baseball bat, he's got a lightsaber. He's got a lightsaber. It's hilarious. And he's got, <laughs> and he's got the ill tape-up beard. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, what a uh, gift. So, yeah, uh, I appreciate Chris having me on and also giving me the gift. It's, it's fantastic. So it's so professional. It's added to the collection of... Things. I know you, you do have you do have some baseball. I do. They're, somewhere, they're right? still in a box. I have yet to unpack. This might get you to break them out. Uh, maybe or maybe after my lease is over. <laughs> oh sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Find but, my new place. Yeah. Just bring them all out there. Yeah. That's fair. Um. So, uh, outside of the movie that we saw today, we have some movie news. The yes. main one being uh, that Edward Cullen, Robert Pattinson, Robin is Pattinson. going to be Batman. Yes, it was between him and Nicholas Holt. What are your thoughts there? Oh, oh, Nicholas Holt? Yeah. Oh, what are your thoughts there? I do like it. you think it. that they went with the right choice? Yes, I do. I think Robin Pattinson has been uh, a great actor since ever since Twilight has been over. I know he, he wasn't really thrilled with Twilight's. Right. Like, he never really... That was not his, like, cup of tea. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you got to do stuff as a young actor to get your name out there. Sure. So he's been working, and I think it's good. I think if he commits to it and doesn't, you know, goof around... Mm-hmm. He's only got a couple months to get ready. Yeah, so I think he's just got to get in really good shape. Yeah, but he's got the he's got, he's the, got look. the rich boy look. Yeah, that Bruce Wayne should have that Affleck never had. Affleck looked like he was a poor kid growing up on. And, yeah, Affleck yeah. looks like you know he's a forty year old. He just finished at the factory. He's gonna go be Batman now. Yeah, um, but then again, Atman, Bat, Atman, Batman, <laughs> Affleck did get pretty jacked oh he got jacked up yeah yeah he got pretty jacked so pattinson's got some work to do there yeah otherwise yeah i mean he i don't think he's a bad actor just because he was in twilight right i think this is a good opportunity for him and if he treats it that way yeah it could work out nicholas holt i think he just has a bit of a baby face yeah he's a little bit he's soft a little, in the cheeks soft, soft um, in the cheeks he'd remember, be a good riddler he'd be a good he'd be a great riddler. he could actually be a good joker he's kind of got that flow yeah but yeah. he's, he's a little soft in the cheeks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, they did like a side-by-side where like it was half, uh, it was like half Pattinson's face, half Holt's face. Right. And you could see Pattinson's got the jawline, Pattinson's got the cheekbones. Yeah. To like just really have that It's like this, this kid played lacrosse. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. This is 
this kid can sink a beer pong. Right. But uh, no, but he he yeah. plays he plays beer pong with paddles, not yeah, yeah. <laughs> like us <laughs> like us Slavs who play it in a yes. triangle shape. So what what do you what is it going to be about? Do you have what if um so the the idea of this Batman um is he's going to be more of a detective, so he's going to be solving crimes. I think uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, they're going to be using Penguin and Catwoman, but they also said there's going to be like three mini bosses in it. Oh. So there's going to be other villains around. Like maybe like a Killer Croc or a Mad Hatter or something. And like maybe that. a Poison Ivy. Oh. So there's going to be there's going to be peoples. Yeah. Like there's going to be a little deeper. It's going to be, um, I don't think I think a little less Christopher Nolan-y. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more comic booky, but a little bit more like Rebirth New Fifty, uh, like New Fifty Two Batman. Like Detective Comics. Yeah. Batman. Maybe we might get a quarter owls Ooh. in the, eventually. Ooh. I'd love to see that. Yeah, that was my, that was one of my favorite runs. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, any word on Robin? No. So they there is a rumor that Robin will appear in this movie. Hmm. That a Robin will appear. A in, Robin. A Robin. Yeah. And I put out on Twitter yeah. my theory on what Robin I would like to see. Uh, which was I said Jason what? Todd. Oh, as, so as the definitive Robin, or like as the as, first Robin, as the first. So not you're replacing Dick Grayson. Um, replacing um, Grayson. I'm replacing Grayson. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually putting Grayson on hold. Mm. Putting Dick in the back. So you're switching. <laughs> 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 so you're switching them. So I'm switching. Yeah. Why? Um, I think Jason Todd's story, and especially with where he ends up mm. as you know as the Red Hood, actually plays in better if he's introduced earlier. Mm. Uh, so you had I. As I said on Twitter, if you introduce Jason Todd as kind of like a schoolmate, maybe someone like a couple years younger than Bruce Wayne. Like Bruce is a senior and Jason's a freshman. Or Jason's like a junior. That that close? I mean, kind of like respectable. Like, like, you know, they could be in a class together. Okay. Like they could be in like, you know, phys ed together or something. All right. So they know each other. All right. Okay. Maybe go on. And so, um, so, I mean, obviously they're not going to say like. You know, Robin Patterson's a senior in high school, but I mean, you know. No, I'm, I know, but I'm yeah. talking like that kind of yeah, age, that kind of like, like age kind of difference. Like differential, yeah. So, you know, you could have Jason Todd. He grew up in the in the mean streets like, of Gotham. Maybe he's like an intern for for Wayne Corp. Maybe something. yeah, something like he's he's but he's not like a a child. He's not a nine year old, right? Because that's the whole idea of a Batman Ward concept is yeah. so outdated. And after finding Neverland, it's a little weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you have you have them kind of like they they bond together because you know crime took away one of their parents mm-hmm. you know with uh, Bruce Wayne he was able to kind of use his uh, lot in life to advance himself while Jason Todd had to like scratch and claw a little harder right. to get to where he is so there's this kind of like brotherly bond that they'll have mm. and you could kind of set up even with the villains that they have Catwoman and and Penguin, Penguin you could. Mm. You could split them up at one point. Like yeah. Maybe Batman goes after, after Cat- Catwoman, and sure. uh, Jason Todd goes after Penguin, yeah. and he runs into a hired goon who happens to kill him, mm. and so that could lead into some other lower like level things or higher level things. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. set up a few yeah. stories, and then way. also it could lead into the like the next sequel if you want to bring in Dick Grayson. Mm. It'll be a younger kid who's like a big fan of Batman, mm-hmm. and but Batman is like, oh, the, this guilt is racking on me. Right, right. So we get guilty Batman. And then we have like Dick, a combination of Dick Grayson and uh, Tim, Drake. Tim Drake yeah. being like, Batman, you got to do this for the kids, man. Do it for the kids. And so then we get, and then you could also, because then if you introduce a younger Robin, by the time the Batman trilogy is over, you could be like, well, spin off city. Right. There's Night Titans. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I'm, I'm wondering if, 
I'm I'm fine with aging up Jason Todd. He shouldn't. He should. I don't think he should be any younger than like 16. Okay. Um, I I think aging him up is a good idea. Yeah. But I don't know. Having him be that close to Batman makes me wonder. Like, well, then why would like why would someone that close in age be okay with being Robin? Yeah. To the Batman. That. But more m- m- like otherwise, I think aging him was a fine idea. Um. Even if you want to make him like Joseph Gordon, Joseph Gordon-Levitt like age, yeah, you know, compared to Christian Bale age, right? Like that's I think just that, give him a good like yeah. five to seven. I think that could work. Yeah. Um, I don't know about making Jason Todd the first. What if what what if Dick Grayson's already Nightwing at that point? Okay. What What do you think about that? I mean, I don't mind it. It's like yeah. you just make the the Batman universe deeper than what it is. The cause, Bat Fam. Yeah. Because the Bat Fam is interesting. The Bat Fam is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and also under the Red Hood is you know yeah. a favorite yeah. so i would love to see it you know? seriously oh yeah that's all if all roads lead to under the red hood i would i would love it and yeah. also it would have that it, and also you could kind of think of it like if they want a blueprint to get to that mm-hmm. look at captain america yeah that's it's essentially the same, same, same story th- same story yeah. same story but they aged up bucky for cap exactly yeah so I, I get what you're saying yeah um and especially with like you can't have an age gap you can't have like a time gap that large right where Robin grows up to be the the Red Hood, and Batman doesn't grow at all. Right. You know? So I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that I, I think, you know, I think you're on to something. Hopefully, uh, they're listening. Oh, look at that. I got a phone call from Matt Reeves. Yeah, right? I'm hired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, hopefully they, they go with it. I think DC has, uh, I don't think they're out of potential yet. No, they have so, like, their well is so deep. And I yeah. know that's a, that's a saying I'm going to keep using with them. It's just that everything with Batman, it's, there's so many characters. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, you don't have to stop at Joker, Penguin, Catwoman. Right, right. It's deeper Two-Face. than that. Two-Face, yeah. yeah. I mean, Two-Face would be great. I think yeah. I showed you uh, my favorite uh, Scott Snyder comic book of uh, My Own Worst Enemy. Yeah, it was great. Where it's like Batman has to take Two-Face to a spot, but Two-Face basically put a bounty on his own head. Yeah. And, like, that's such a wild comic book that I was, I'd be like, yo, I'd love to see that as a movie. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. I really like that, too. Because um, it's small scale, but there's so many things happening. Yeah, I mean, small scale in, like, the stakes, but high high scale in that he's all flying all over the place. Yeah. You know, he's all over the country. Yeah. Um, so, which would also be cool to have Batman, like, kind of leave Arkham for, I mean, Gotham for a little bit. Yeah. That'd be kind of interesting, too. Yeah. Uh, and not in a Dark Knight Rises way. <laughs> You know, just some hole not in the like ground. yeah not like banished with a broken spine <laughs> get out of here if you can oh i'll need six months okay, yeah whatever then i'll just do it yeah go ahead um but anyway that is not what uh what we came here to review it's not nope it oh, is shit. not that's more of a preview than anything it's a preview not a review yeah we do it both we we, we haven't done them both we, we've really stopped doing the previews yeah you know well, yeah. well there's so many different ways for people to get news yeah you know um, so many better outlets. <laughs> so many, like, well like you know, who's gonna be really a great outlet for like review, uh, preview shit. Mm. Is that when E3 drops, our boys over at Bullduck Gaming, dude, they're gonna, they're be, gonna on be doing. Top of it. They're, they're gonna, gonna be, be doing like Twitch streams, podcasts. Yeah. They're all on. They're all on it. So when that shit happens, make yeah, sure you check them out. If you're into video games, make sure you check them out around E3 time. They're gonna be dropping those news by the minute. Yeah, check I, them out. Yeah, I'm excited because I I just I'm you know, I, I got my PS4 now so. Yeah. Um, yeah, Parks already got me like on that Avengers hype train. So yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, very ready for that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's talk about the movie we came here That's uh, right. to talk about. And it 
you know, I I don't want to say I was surprised by how good it was because I I went in expecting it to be a good movie, mm-hmm. um, but we it, the movie impressed. Yes, it is uh, the latest in biopics about musicians. Yes, that involve lots of uh, sadness and drugs. Yeah. Uh, this time they took a shot at Elton John in Rocket Man. That's right. Uh, it is done by actually by the same director who stepped in for Brian Singer. Yeah. After uh, he became he was outed as a sex monster. Yeah. Dexter Fletcher. Dexter Fletcher. Dex who, Fletch. Who actually, when given a full movie, and like. Not like a weird contract where every member of the band has to be in the in the same amount of shots. It's actually kind of a competent movie. That happened in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah. Like so they couldn't focus on Freddie Mercury. Well, they could, but each member of the band had to be in the same amount of have the same shots. amount of screen time. They had to at least be there. Yeah. Even if they're not part of the story at all. There's a they're there's just a, in the background all the time. Yeah. There's a fa- there's a famous. Uh, when when they won the the Oscar for best editing, yeah, someone put out the famous scene of them at I, at the, I, yeah, at the saw, park, yes, yes, where it's just like shot, shot, like cut, cut, so cut, fast. cut, cut, yeah, like that's the whole. Movie. So that was the reason, yeah. So that they're all on the same screen. They couldn't think of a better way to do it. Maybe have them in the same frame. Yeah, no, they never heard Instead of a of wide cutting, shot. Yeah, <laughs> so just cutting back and forth. Yep. Good lord. Yeah, I mean that's and because that's also the the contract they signed. It was it was done before. It was done with Brian Singer, and he. I think he just wanted. They wanted it to get done. They wanted to make the Freddie Mercury uh, movie for forever. Cash. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. So Dexter actually did this whole movie. I don't think that there were many contracts placed in here because this movie is a straight up uh, surrealist surrealist fantasy musical. Yes, it is the uh, best kind. The best kind of fantasy. And if you're gonna tell a, a dark tale, why not throw a couple of musical numbers in there? It, honestly, it helps. Yeah. Because you, you needed it. Mm-hmm. Or else it would have just been depressing. It would have been really sad. Yeah. Um, but Taron Edgerton comes through as Elton John. Yep. Jamie Bell as songwriter uh, Bernie... Bernie Tappan. Tappan. Um, Rob Stark as John Reed. As the evil John Reed. Evil John Reed, who also uh, was played by Littlefinger yep. in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. So there is a blueprint. If you're going to make a biopic about... Uh, somebody who's the John Reed client, you have yeah. to cast a Game of Thrones actor. So either to play John Reed. So yeah. the next is probably going to be like, uh, like John, like like Kenny John Snow will probably Tyrion have Lannister. To, Tyrion Lannister. Suddenly, a whoever the, like the person. last couple, yeah, <laughs> fucking Arya Stark's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So and, and the movie it goes it starts them off from when uh little 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 baby old uh, Taron Egerton. Yep. When he or a little baby Elton John is not little Reggie, Edgerton. little Reg White, little Reggie White, um, what, like how he t- kind of discovers that he's a prodigy, how he kind of discovers that he is uh, gay, and how his, the whole movie is going through his quest for love and acceptance from the people in his life, um, and sort of where he goes at the times that he doesn't receive that. Yes, yeah, the, uh, the whole it while is. being interjected with the greatest hits of the one and only. Yeah, Elton it, John. it it it. It may shy away from some things in his life, but doesn't shy away from a lot of things. Yeah. It does not cast Elton John in positive lights at every scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... There are some uh, very uncomfortable things. Mm-hmm. And when we saw it in the movie... This is actually the first movie of 2019, I guess. That we, we saw together. We saw it together. Yeah. It was supposed to be a boys trip. All the boys were coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the boys are back in town. Yeah, that's right. So... No, yeah. So it was It was kind of funny when we went to... Elton John's for the boys. Elton John is for the boys. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night's night for fighting yeah uh, so it was me you and uh mikey of course and we went to uh see it 
and in the theater, there comes a scene uh, where John Reed and Elton John uh, consummate their relationship. Sure. And, uh, or, in simpler terms, Elton John plows the shit out of Ro- yeah. Rob Stark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He really goes to town on him. Mm-hmm. And then the, you heard the crowd just kind of gasp a yeah. little bit. Yeah. It's like, oh. Oh, <laughs> like, oh no. Like, like, what? And I kind of fell back on, on like, an idiot joke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Elton John's gay? Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, right. Like, how can you? How can you be surprised? How could you? Like, that that's a did not expect to see that. Well, I guess you know. I guess I didn't expect to see it graphically. You know, it wasn't and even graphic, graphic. Is graphic is like, you know, an overstatement because yeah. you didn't see anyone's body parts. No, nope. you, know? you didn't. Uh, there was like zero nudity in the movie. Yeah. It was just kind of. It was implied nudity. It was yeah. all like shadowed. Right. Yeah, it was very tastefully done. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a position that Yeah. Just that girls are in all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. just taken on the back. Yeah. Know? That's it. That's it, you know? Yeah. So um but yeah, that that definitely made some people uncomfortable. A lot of a lot of kissing. A lot of kissing. A lot of kissing. That's yeah. what this most is it's kissing. Yep. Um but anyway, so uh Taron Edgerton. Let's talk about him first. Yep. And uh when we have exhausted all our non spoiler uh, is, talk? Now, here's the thing. Is it a spoiler? Is it a spoiler because because you know, it's his life and yeah, and, and he's and still alive. Record and yeah, yeah, and it's a and it's like nonfiction. Here's the twist. It was actually Billy Joel. This whole <laughs> Please, can you tell them that before? Yeah, uh, it, it kills me <laughs> the whole show. So, my, my so Mikey, our boy that saw it with us, and I were talking, and my own relative, Mikey. Yeah. So Mikey is not that up on Elton John. Like I, I've listened to him enough times to know which songs are his, mm. but, uh, Mikey was saying that he actually, um, a bunch of the times he thought the songs were maybe a Billy Joel song instead of an Elton John song. Mm. And I'm thinking like, well, you know, they have a lot of like similar influences and yeah, they, I, I, I could totally see that. And then we, and then like we told Brian and you were just like, ah, how could you think that? Yeah. Absolutely. Are you a fucking idiot? Like there's no way. This is a line in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that there are some Elton John songs and some Billy Joel songs that sonically have similarities. Yeah, I give you that. Yeah. I mean, but they, they have different periods. Like, Billy Joel had a whole doo-wop period. But yeah. Elton John kind of had a whole, like, 80s kind of... I mean, we're not comparing their history. Yeah. You know? But, like, all right, so, like, Rocket Man and Piano Man don't sound anything no, like... No, those two don't sound anything yeah. like... But, I mean, like, uh... I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the songs. Like, uh... Uh... Crocodile Rock and maybe... <laughs> Saturday Nights for the Fighting. Oh, that's or, Elton um, John as well. Uh, no, um, Crocodile Rock, Elton John. Crocodile Rock and Saturday yeah. Night. Yeah, that's. Oh, you're trying to trying to fit a Billy Joel com- song. Com- yeah. Okay, gotcha. And I think maybe like, um, maybe only the good die young, kind of flow yeah. the same. They're kind of like peppy. Yeah. But like, yeah. there's still a huge difference. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm it's sure there is. If to the trained difference. eye. Yeah. I'm saying to the untrained eye. Maybe there's not. <laughs> well, let's put it to the poll. People, if you if you think there's a big difference between Billy Joel... And... Yeah, Saturday Night uh, for the Rocking versus, you know, We Didn't Start the Fire. Or, um, let's see. I would say, like, I'm still standing to, like, We Didn't Start the Fire. Maybe. Maybe, sure. yeah. Uh, only the Good Die Young. That could be an Elton John song. Yeah. 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 Cat oh, do, did I ever tell you the story about that song? I mean, I, Only the, the Good Die Young? Yeah. Mm. So I, uh, this is going to sound a little weird. It's maybe a little bit downer. And we're kind of avoiding, because <laughs> there's not many spoilers in the Elton John uh, movie. Um, sure. So, 
as as we all know, my mom passed away from pancreatic cancer, mm-hmm. and I like to give to that cha- like there's the Lust Garden Foundation, there's other uh, charities that like deal with pancreatic cancer, and I like to help yeah. and donate. Sure. So there's this one charity called uh, I think it's called Relay for Life, and they yeah. had an event uh, a little while ago where it was a 24 hour walkathon. Mm. So my wow. my aunt, Mikey's mom. Uh, had a team so i asked if i could you know possibly join in after after work mm-hmm. so i left uh work at the pool at like seven and i caught up with them at eight o'clock mm-hmm. so from eight o'clock until about eight o'clock in the morning wow i was i was doing laps. What was this? this was like i'd say like maybe five years ago oh okay yeah so it was a, it was a little while ago yeah um so i would I, I I helped it. I helped their team out. I just kept on going and going and going, mm-hmm. and so they had a they had a DJ, <laughs> and they had a they had a ceremony where they had this like person give this heartbreaking like speech about you know their parents and loss and how they dealt with it and you know getting and kind of like taking a stand against the disease and yeah. obviously you know good things. So the first song after this beautiful speech. Was only young. Oh my god! I'm walking. I'm walking around the track. I'm like, maybe we could have waited an hour. Holy shit! I was like, like you know what? There is like the sense of irony in the universe is hilarious. Yeah. Wow. I'm really gonna get up with this banger. Nope. Oof. But yeah, I don't think were pe- people like hurt. No, people did, people didn't catch on to it. Only like only I was like, oh, oh, yeah, because they just heard Billy Joel and it's upbeat. You right. know, that's the thing. Yeah, uh, and it's like listening to Run Around Sue at a wedding. It's mm-hmm. like, do you not hear the fucking like, what, lyrics? What, yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. Pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I thought that was so funny. They just like walking around the track. I'm like, this that's is nuts. this. I guess I guess this is the theme of the night. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I actually commend the movie for is that. They managed to make these songs that, um, of course, were from all different parts of his life, like correspond very well yeah. with the actual events occurring in the movie. Yes. Um, to the point where it felt like they were almost written for the movie, which I guess they were because they were written about yeah. his life by Bernie. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, not to, actually. You know, I, I don't know if I can even say that Bernie wrote them all about Elton John's life, but I think that Elton John, with being as charismatic and as uh, Huge as he is as a performer, Influence. made these songs what they okay. are. Oh, like, sure. You know, kind of like, you know, you could no, put. But I mean, like lyrically. No, exactly. Like oh, I mean, yeah. lyrically, they were Bernie's words, mm-hmm. but like his performance and his, because you could you could give those songs to anybody, mm-hmm. and like especially like uh, Saturday, you could give that to like the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. and be like, okay, well that's a good song. But because Elton John sang it, right? And when they they do it in the movie, it's an amazing segment. Yeah, it's fan fucking tastic. Which movie? Wait, which song? Saturday Night. When yeah, the... yeah, that one just explodes yeah. tearing onto the screen because it's it's a it's a transitional song. Yeah, but what they would if you pick up on it, it's all done in one continuous shot. Yeah, so. Like it starts out with like, uh, I guess. All right, let's let's get into the movie. Let's get into them because it's actually at a part in a movie. Like right at like so the first song they did is the bitches back. Yeah. And it was like little baby old. Yeah, it was which is cool. really funny. It was pretty cool. What did um, what did you think of the the child actor? I thought I thought the the second oldest one. The middle the middle Elton. He was very good. Tween Elton. Yeah, Tween Elton. Yeah. The kid obviously is a kid. What do you do? But um, high pitched. Yeah, but I thought he was pretty good. Um, he, he gave me that, like, uh, that vibe that, like, you know, he was, 
longing for his dad's love. He sold that really well. Yeah. Um, and then when he kind of wore his influences on his sleeve, mm-hmm. like when uh, when his, his mom introduced him to rock and stuff and he switched the, the hairstyle up and stuff. When the like new he, boyfriend came into town. Yeah. Like yeah. That was all pretty cool. Um, I like when uh, the guy, he's going to play at the uh, at the bar and one dude the, is, uh, puts his beer up on the piano. Right. He was like, oh, don't do that. He's like, why? He's like, it's about to get knocked over. And he just starts <laughs> rocking. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I... Sorry, I had to yeah. get the charger. Oh, yeah. I thought that was, like, really, uh, really cool. Um, and I, I thought he did a great job with that. But, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, as good as he is, Taron Edgerton's, like, he's, uh, he holds this movie down. And he's got an amazing voice. I didn't realize then how, he like... he sang everything He sang it. Like, there's a first fucking trivia bit on yeah, TV. because as you know everyone's asking yeah because it was so good no, he, yeah. he actually he has a voice that actually is reminiscent of elton john but it's got kind of his own like rasp or like it's not as um polished as, yeah, yeah it's it's, not yeah, as you're clean. right it's that's right it's a yeah. little raspier that that honestly like i don't even think it's a bad thing i think i think it gives a it a take gives yeah. it a bit of an edge yeah because like, now you could kind of feel a little bit more emotion than like oh it's a studio track yeah know? and i can uh, sort of associate Taryn singing with that little like bit of edge to it mm. to everything that's going on in the plot right whereas like it was Elton John's like beautiful voice like I don't know if like, like if they just played the track underneath it mm-hmm. like in Bohemian Rhapsody which I did not like so we're, we're gonna go into comparing the two of those have you got to see it yet I didn't because oh, I, I you were, being pretty busy the past few yeah, days yeah you were, you were uh, partying it up with all the doctors <laughs> just one just my roommate <laughs> <laughs> it's doctor party like, I mean, everyone's actually, doing the spies like us thing to you yet. It was, um, it was very like his party was pretty much fancier than some weddings that I've been to. Really? Yeah. Like a reception hall and all that. Yeah, like a country club. Fuck. Yeah, and like they, they had like a shrine dedicated to him. They had like a, a head table with like him and like his mom and stuff. They had like uh, a photo booth. They had a candy bar. They had like party gifts that were all like dental related. So that was pretty cool. Caught myself some uh some was it, like some just tried and like... yeah, literally, which is like pretty funny. Um, Did you see four people like go? Oh, this is good. <laughs> and then the other dentist like, no, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, just <laughs> four out of five dentists approved. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Got it. Nice. Four nice. years in the making. All right, guys. Nice. Podcast is over. Yeah, that's that why started this, right? This is the pinnacle. When I you just, saw that I, I got into the... Waiting. Non-stop. <laughs> Podcast over. Friendship over. Everything's done. <laughs> Throw it all See out. See you later. Throw it all out. We're good. Um, no, that's that's awesome. That's a great joke. Damn. Um, no, but they, they went out. Like, I had to wear a suit. Nice. Yeah, like, um, which, you know. Anytime you get to wear a suit, look, I didn't. I, I love wearing a suit without a tie. Okay, that's my shit. There you go. Yeah, and I wear like a nice shirt with some. With Do you some wear color with the Jordans? It. Huh? Do you wear with the Jordans? With my suit, absolutely not. Oh, um, but I. <laughs> it was like a black. It was a gray suit, black like flowered shirt, no okay. tie. It was a. It's good look. It was a look. Good summer a look. look. Good with summer the look. hair, it worked. Okay. Um, but yeah, they had like a shrine to them with all this like marathon. Jeez, um, you act like you uh, graduated like being Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> they act like this guy cured cavities. You know, and, like. Oh shit. <laughs> he's the doctor. Yeah, he, he's the guy. They had a they had a freaking slideshow for him, like a video for him. It was so <sighs> much. All I got was a bar- barbecue. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have that yet. I don't even have my parent. My mom wasn't gonna come to my graduation. Yes. You know, you want to hear the most ironic thing ever? What's it? My Mama Taylor was not gonna come to my dental school graduation because she had an appointment with the dentist. <laughs> she. 
<laughs> and the dentist's like, yeah, you should probably go. That's, pretty, yeah. that's very important. <laughs> but I, I thought she was joking. And then I hear my brother yelling at her, like, <laughs> like to reschedule her appointment. And I was like, she was really going to go to the dentist instead? <laughs> Damn. But uh, she did show up. Oh, that's, that man, nice. that's good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just, um, it was very, very, it was so much. Uh, but me and my friend went by. My friend gave a little speech because she, uh, like, mentored us a lot. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, so um, everybody's, like, giving them speeches and stuff. I didn't get to give a speech. Oh, I, I you got to live with it, and you lived with the guy. I know. I was pretty offended. Oh, I was pretty upset. Yeah, um, yeah it hurt. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Give your speech now. No. Yeah, yeah got, right? We only anyway, got so much time. Anyway, Brandon. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they did, like, have, like, they were like, oh, let's do, like, a standing, let's give us a quick standing ovation for all the other, like, like dental students that graduated in Brandon's class, and Brandon's like, it's just him. So it was just like clapping for me, and I'm just like, uh, hi. It was just like, what's up? It was weird. It was a weird. Standing ovation. There was that many people that you could get like a noticeable standing ovation. There were maybe 200 people. Fuck. Yeah. I don't even know. Graduation party. I don't even know 200 people. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was absurd. Jesus. Yeah, they had a DJ, open bar, all of that. Whoa. Yeah. Um, but anywho, so uh, that happened but rocket man <laughs> rocket man yeah <laughs> what were we what were we getting were uh we, getting we were talking about man? young elton and yeah. um how he how the, like after his after the uh his his cold dad mm-hmm. came in mm-hmm. was a uh, very 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 cold and they had a nice little number which i kind of saw them falling into oh we were talking about this how uh uh Eggsy's voice Oh yeah, Taryn's voice was because it feels realistic. Yeah, uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody, they just played the Queen track over everything, so it was See, just that's very annoying. Yeah, so it's just that's the song. So Rami Malek, I mean, I understand if he's can't sing, you right. know, you kind of have to do that. But um, yeah, this was much better because obviously Elton John did a lot to hide his pain right. during those years, so his voice is out and it's obviously immaculate. When Eggsy sings it. With that little edge to it, you can almost, like, he conveys his pain right. really well, you know, yep. in a way, because the movie wants you to see it. It's not like when Elton John's singing, he doesn't want you to see it. Um, it just said it's now notable to us. Yeah, yep. so he um, he did a really good job just showing that even though his music is amazing, um, he's not doing well. Right. You know, and every musical number kind of shows that well, even, like, the, the happy ones. Yeah. You know, um, so... That that was it was actually pretty amazing. I'm very disappointed that they just uh, played Queen over. I mean, obviously they can't. Have... No, yeah. there's there's a point in the the first part of Bohemian Rhapsody where Freddie Mercury meets the band Queen. Yeah, and it's like his first show, and it's like they're in a a dingy like a a a, a concert hall just like this studio. Sure, just a, a shitty basement. Okay. Fair. And it's like, and then they start singing. It's like perfect acoustics. Like, oh, you know those, you know those, you know bars that have perfect sounds. Yeah, yeah. Like those sound systems that just work perfectly. Yeah, of course. You know, you hit every high note without no cracking the speaker. At all. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah, no cracking the speaker. Like anything. I just snapped and my microphone went bananas. Yeah. <laughs> but you could in the in the early the late sixties, early seventies, you could Freddie Mercury all over the place right. and like everything's fine. Right. But I mean, you know that sometimes. I mean, I, I, I don't think you can expect that much realism from a movie, especially when we're comparing it to a movie where Elton John is, like, diving into a pool and singing with a child version of himself right. who's wearing a space suit. Yeah. You know? Well, scuba suit. It was a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Because they were singing Rocket Man, so yeah. I was kind of like, huh. 
Well, no, yeah, yeah, the fan, the fantastic. But that's the thing. Like, you went from a, a movie with Bohemian Rhapsody, which is just a movie with music in it, mm. to, a, to musical. a musical. Like, this yeah. is a musical. This is like there came a point where. Well, talk to me about the difference, like and how what Bohemian, what Rocket Man did to capture that musical, right? Versus Bohemian just being a movie with music. So when Bo- uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, when songs came up, mm-hmm. like they would just kind of start a song and then it'll lead into a performance. Mm-hmm. So like okay, like on stage, like, on stage. like mm-hmm. so, or they're in the studio. Like, this is supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. But while in in Rocket Man, especially uh, Saturday Night, uh, the segment where it's like Young Elton's like, "Oh, you better move that fucking glass, pal." Mm-hmm. And you see him kind of like, then he like takes off, he runs, and then it just starts in this fantastic one shot dance number. It was great. So it's like the environment is reacting to his song, and everything is kind of going off that, and mm-hmm. like. It's like the it, it's not like the people are going like oh hey that's fun like let me just join into this like it's yeah. a real thing like this yeah. is like it's, it's all in his mind right so this is what he wants his mu- like his music to be like so as um so like the music in Bohemian Rhapsody took place within the movie yeah as in every time they every time you heard a song it's because they were performing they were performing it whereas with Elton John the music was. You know, it was, an, it was a proper musical. And I'll even give you... All right, so I'll give it... Uh, when they, he did Crocodile Rock mm-hmm. in the... Uh, Which was when? The was Troubadour, when they, were yes. in the, when they were in L.A. Uh, yeah, that so was that great. So it was another dope fucking thing. But that thing. was similar, though, because that was a performance. It was a performance, yeah. but the crowds, when they started floating yeah, and all yeah. that... Yeah, that's true. That, that's true. That was That was awesome. in the world of the musical. That's awesome, While yeah. in... Queen, they did a performance of "We Will Rock You" and just like them on and a stage was, going like, "All right, we're gonna clap, we're gonna stomp, blah blah blah." You blah. Can and YouTube then, it, yeah. And then you go to their, and it just goes to their performance of "We're just gonna clap, we're gonna stomp." Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The only thing that came close to it was the the live aid at the end where they had this like gigantic CGI wave of people. Mm. I'm like, that's cool, but then after that, it's like, all right, it's just a performance, right? Yeah. Um, well. That's a shame then, because they missed out on a lot of uh, potential. Yeah. Because, I mean, the visuals that this movie was able to create mm-hmm. within their musical numbers was astounding. Like I said, the, the, the shot of him in the pool, with yeah. his, singing with his with his younger self, incredible. Honky Cat was another fun, with him and uh, Rob Stark when they were... Yes. When they ended fucking, but you know. Yeah. It was still, it was still a lot of, a, it was a really fun... Uh, you get to see this virgining romance kind of mm-hmm. going through, mm-hmm. like them playing into their own uh, uh, indulgences. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Saturday night. Was Saturday awesome. night wasn't great. Um, uh, Benny and the Jets. Benny and the Jets was that's a different way of looking at Benny and the Jets. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because uh, that was like an orgy scene. Yeah, essentially. Um, but yeah, it was it was very cool in that like. It wasn't. He wasn't just performing. Right. It's like the movie was almost performing. Exactly. The yeah. movie is performing. Like, yeah. The, like that's, and that's that's what I like in about musical. in musicals. In like when the like in Little Shop of Horrors, which we did, yeah. when the world performs with the or like right. in the Muppets, when the world performs with it, it's like everyone's buying in. Yeah. So I could buy in. Yeah. yeah. No, I I definitely prefer a musical that embraces it. Cause I you know, um, sort of like. With any kind of Bollywood, mm. is any any Bollywood movie is a musical, right? You know, because people come out, dance numbers, backups. You know, like it, it's a full. It becomes a music video, right? Right, and so I I definitely appreciate that. 
Um, and I and it does it does kind of suck that that Bohemian Rhapsody missed out on it. Well, um, even like Aladdin gave it a business. It gave it some business in the musical. Like I did. So yeah. I I saw Aladdin maybe four hours before, and Aladdin is also <laughs> Matt did the double feature. <laughs> I did, I did, and Aladdin is also a musical. Right. Um. For all most Disney movies are, mm. you know, that's not surprising. But and sometimes it worked really well. You never had a friend like me. Awesome. Great. Right. Um. Prince Ali. Surprisingly. Prince Ali. Surprisingly. Very solid. Good. Whatever. Really whatever good. clip they released to, to promote it didn't terrible work. idea. Yeah. yeah. But um, Will Smith carried it. Mm-hmm. But there were the scenes with like Jasmine's solo songs, which I just want to say right now, Aladdin. Um, and one thing I really liked about Aladdin is that they made Jasmine a more well-rounded and fleshed-out character. Fleshy. Fleshy one. Um, but fleshy what woman. I didn't like is that her kind of solo, um, it was also like kind of fantastical. It wasn't just her performing. Right. But it sort of paused the movie, you know, and became a music video. Hard break on that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when the music, when the whenever the music video comes out for that song, it's just going to be that clip from the movie. <laughs> and so, um, those three dedicated minutes, it's that's it. Yeah. And yeah. so there's a difference, I feel like, between the Jasmine's like Let It Go ripoff. Which is, um... It's still a good song. Like, yeah, I like the song. It's a it's, fine it's, song. she's great at singing yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. not the issue. Um, but, like, the issue is more just... Momentum of the The, the momentum scene. of the film halts. halts. Did yep. you tell me that yeah. as well? I, yeah. I, I, I don't, like, when I because describe I movies it. to friends that are going to see it, or don't, I don't give too many details. Yeah. Because I let people... I also finish everything with saying, go see it for yourself, make up your own mind. Right, of course. But it's like, it's kind of like, this is a big pause button. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Yeah, and like uh, that happens sometimes with musicals. Yeah, like it's an intense moment, and then somebody just starts singing, and it's almost laughable. Right, right. Um, but that doesn't happen in Rocket Man. No. Why? What's because, the difference here? Because they weren't trying to sell you a song. Mm. Like they were just giving you all of Elton John songs, mm-hmm. and they also like it, it wasn't like super. Odd. The only one you could say came close to like halting momentum mm-hmm. could have been Benny and the Jets. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it was like, so the this is like, look how, like, it's just this big room. Here he comes like walking in and all this stuff. And it's like, all right. And then like all the other things that happen around him, I think like he starts having flashbacks to his mom, flashbacks to, you know, his neighbor saying he was a shy boy or whatever. Right. And you're like, okay, what's happening? And then it's just like, nope. Okay. Just back into it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it never, it, cause it's like, you already have the CD. Mm-hmm. Now you're just gonna buy a different CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're just gonna buy the soundtrack. Uh, I think another part of it was that he was sort. It was sort of like the in, the in between between right. Bohemian Rhapsody and that song in in uh, the Speechless mm-hmm. in, in Aladdin, in that he did have. There were many shots of him performing these songs. Yes. So sometimes he'd have. So he would have like an an awful um, an awful argument with uh, Benny with right. Bernie. And then he'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he'd go out there, put a smile on, and then perform the song. And that's when the musical number would start. When Pinball Wizard played. Yeah. By the way, I got it wrong. It was the Who that wrote it, Elton John. Elton John covered it. Yeah. Okay. I, I apologize. That's on me. Okay. Uh, when that, that was a, that was another trans- transitional performance where it started yeah. in one year and then yeah. at the end of it ended in another ended year. Ended in another, yeah. Because the way that it's shot, the way that it's done, it's like he's spinning around because mm-hmm. his life is now like a complete whirlwind. Like yeah. He can't find the ground mm-hmm. and the minutes he does when he's up in the jet, like years have passed by. Yeah. Like he's missed so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good movie. Yeah, it's very, very, Fucking it's love very, it. very good. It's very good. Fucking recommend. Like, I'm so glad that we didn't see Godzilla. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm kind of like, because, I mean, as much as I want to see Godzilla, and I might see it tomorrow. I still see it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I might. Catch a matinee or something. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll go down to Limbrook. It's down the, down the road. No yeah. big deal. But, like, I would prefer to see, because I know what's going to happen in Godzilla. Right. CGI monsters are going to fight gonna CGI monsters. They're going to fight CGI monsters. Like, gonna there's win. there's yeah. nothing real about it. Right. With Rocket Man, it's like, this is a look, in, this is a real look into someone's life who had, he had, uh, Elton John had a say in what happened in this movie, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, don't do that, don't do that. Right. Like, Mikey told me this great thing before where it's like the studio said, all right, well, we'll make it a PG-13 movie. And Elton mm-hmm. John's like, I didn't live a PG-13 life, so mm-hmm. it's not going to be a PG-13 movie. Nice. So I was like, that's because he's he's not he's not accepting a safety blanket. He's yeah. like, just yeah, show it. Right. Wounds open. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You know, like for him. That's hard to do. And for him and like how his life turned out after, like he cleaned up, he you know, he found the right he found the right person. He's now yeah. has a family. Yeah. He does amazing work with AIDS charities. Mm-hmm. And like he's so comfortable with himself to be like, Yeah, I fucked up. Right. Just, you know, show it. It's so easy maybe... to show when you're good now. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think one thing too that this movie does really well is uh despite being so real, mm-hmm. like you said, like everything is it is his life, um, it still had a like a very overarching theme right. and storyline. That you know you wouldn't ex- you would expect from fiction, mm. you know. Um, so and that is this is a guy that at the end of the day, um, he's not giving he's not receiving the love that he wants from the places that he's supposed to get. Conventionally, people get them. Yeah. So his parents didn't love him the way his grandmother did. His grandmother was great. His grandmother loved great him. Great character. Yeah, great character. But his parents didn't really show him any kind of love in the way that he wanted his father was cold his mother was dismissive yeah you know she was yeah she was manipulative yeah what did you think of uh bryce dallas howard who is four years older than yeah only four years older than the person who's playing her son what did you think of her performance uh i thought it was really good yeah i thought she did a great job of being like um well like it kind of gave her credit where it was due you know like yeah she uh gave him uh his his records and yeah she let him play the piano and stuff uh and you know she but you, you could tell like, she was only really in it for the money because yeah. she, she, oh, she got the scholarship. Then she yeah, wasn't really a villain, but she wasn't really a good guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like she only really did the, let him go to the music school because he had a scholarship. She only really like, um, like kind of dealt with his per- his life so that she can get the perks. The only reason why the music didn't annoy hit her is because it didn't annoy her new boyfriend. Right. Because he was like, oh, you like this? You like that? Like, okay, do that. Whatever. Yeah, know. exactly. Um, as long it, as it's not going to cause her any problems. Oh, she's the boyfriend seemed like a nice guy. Until the end. Until the end. Until the end, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, we got to get a house in, in, in you know, this place. It's like, yeah. oh, dude. And he's kind of using him, too. Yeah. Um, then the line where it's like, you're never going to find... Uh, oh, that, that... Like, I want you to know that you're choosing a life where you're never going to really gonna... be loved. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're not going to be loved properly. And then, you, that then he gets hurts. punched in the face. Yeah, by his mans. Yeah. Yeah, awful. Like John Reed. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... If he is a real terrible bastard, then like... Well, apparently his son took exception to his portrayal in this movie. Yeah? Yeah. It's like, he didn't punch him in the face. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I bet he did. Uh, I yeah, mean, I, I don't know, because right. I, obviously we know nothing about these people. Yeah, he's dead, so... Yeah. Um, but his family definitely took exception to to um, okay. the, to, to the way he was portrayed. All right. Um, but then, you know, could just be that they didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he so and then when he wasn't receiving it in one place, he'd look somewhere else. Right. And eventually, uh, like when you're watching it, 
they don't have to explicitly show like oh the first time he got seduced into alcohol and drugs it's mm-hmm. just well like you see him doing it and you get why yeah you know yeah like i understand that like it, it would show it like right after he had a heartbreaking scene mm-hmm. and he'd like just chug take a whole bottle back you know and you get it yeah you know? no yeah um so i uh i really like that throughout the movie they just every time he achieved like more success it was actually just always coupled with a when he just his personal just sunk even lower. Yeah, like you know he um, had an amazing tour. He comes back home, wants to spend some time with John, finds John cheating on him. Right, you know, like just like it's no, yeah, it sucks, you know, and um, and, and then yeah, all that... his relationships sort of flip on him towards mm-hmm. the third half. Like you find out what kind of character John like, really is. Reed, yeah. He found out like with mom, like really shows her colors at the end there, you know, um, and why like. You know, his mom doesn't seem to care that he's always high all the time and he's like always, always like drunk all the time and stuff. As long as he's making money. As long as he's making money. Yeah. Exactly. She doesn't care. Um, you know, the only one that seems a little more consistent is Bernie, but even Bernie had the, would, yeah, like, his downfall. Yeah. Yeah. He would like see him like clearly in pain and be like, oh, let's just get a drink somewhere. Right. You know, like to the girls. You know, just it would leave him. I think he, he kind of had this idea of like, oh, you need your space. Yeah. And it's right. like, he doesn't. He needs someone. He needs someone he to needs, love him. Like, he even, like, Elton John is kind of like, he even, he brought up, like, every time things got harder, you disappeared. Right. You know, when I needed you, you you left to could be with some girls. You you know, left to do this. You left to do that. You retired when it was good for you. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you left me behind. Yeah. When, yeah. even though Bernie Which never... is not, not entirely fair. Yeah. But that, you could totally see why Elton feels that way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But Bernie never, like, goes like, oh, you know, you know. Reg, I need I need like a fifty here, but it's like yeah. it's more of like he's like, hey man, like let's just stop, right. collect ourselves and start over again. Mm-hmm. Like he's done, he did that like three times in the movie. Yeah, and every time he did, he got shut down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, he overall like I think he's. Do you think that was a way of Reg being like, okay, look, I'll be here for you, but you got to do it on my like I'm not gonna do it on your terms. You Bernie or Bernie like yeah. saying that to Elton John, mm-hmm. saying that yeah. So he's like, look. You need to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you you need to stop, but you know, obviously Elton John's going to shut him down, right? And so he's not going to like persist. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't persist, so he's like, okay, you just need some space. Yeah, well, I mean, I think maybe part of it has to do with uh, Elton's like success is sort of his own, and I don't it just think started raining. yeah, it just started raining. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think um, Bernie ever took credit for Elton John's success. No, you know, and so when he's like, look, this is your show, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, like, I, I really think we should leave, but at the end of the day, I don't have the say. Yeah. You do. It's not my say. It's not my yeah. say. Yeah. And so that maybe that's why he didn't push it. And then also, he's, maybe he's thinking, like, uh, if I do push it too much, he's just going to cut me off completely. Right. You know? Like, he's um, reactionary. Like, let's see what happens. Like, that great, the great, uh, before the Pinball Wizard segment, when he's, like, the whole the whole thing is, like, he's like, oh, we've never had an argument. Like, that's... Like, yeah. And then he just kind of just lays into him and he's yeah. like people didn't come to see you know reg white they came to see elton john and i'm yeah. gonna give him and then he like he stops and he's like i'm sorry yeah and i was like that's that's great because even mikey brought that up it's like you know they say that and i go it's the joke it's a it's a brother's joke where mm-hmm. you could be like i never fight with my brother but we fight all the time mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we all like but the thing is at the end of the day yeah we're still brothers right like that's how it is yeah yeah, yeah. understood yeah. yep um we're about 47 minutes in. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I feel like we barely got to talk about it. I know. That's the thing about this movie. It's just like, we've talked about a lot of it. Yeah. But we haven't covered any of it. Yeah, we didn't cover 
um, how like his relationship problems and the conversation with his mom, yeah, like led him to get married. Yep, briefly. His dad being a real dick the second time around. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. So even after he tried to like buy his dad's love, wasn't he wasn't getting it that way? Yep. It was, and to see that how how much affection his dad shows his other kids. Yeah. Like he got yeah. it, like he got it right second time around. Yeah, but he won't admit to him being wrong the first right, time. Right, the first time around. Yeah, yeah. Because I think you know, maybe his dad's got a solid gaydar, and never really liked Elton for that reason. I was always telling him like, "Don't be soft, you know, don't touch." But me I stuff. think it's also because of the English bringing up. It's a lot different back but in I the mean, day. But I mean, he was fine with the other kids though. Yeah. 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 I don't know. He's a dick. Yeah, I He's think a now, maybe not a gaydar per se, but he always just say like, like, "Oh, that boy's soft." Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like what he would always say shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think it was, it was very cool to see, like, it was very linear in that, like everything that he did, you know why he was doing it. And then it led to the next thing he did. Yeah. Right. Which was, I thought was very, very good. Meanwhile, like the underlying issue was the alcohol and the drugs that were fueling all of these decisions. Yeah. Um, until eventually he ended up in rehab. The one thing I'll say about this movie is that I think it wraps up a little too hastily yeah i think and i think we even talked about that out of the out of the, out out of the, the movie because yeah. i was like we could have they could either end it now and kind of had it end at a, at a fun upbeat song mm-hmm. or end it at like the lion king yeah you know because right. they even said like, like i i saw something like when he did i'm still standing he was still fucking coked out of his brain was he yeah oh sure yeah, you could tell by the music video so he wasn't it so he wasn't uh he wasn't fixed like he he I think he entered rehab in the nineties. So, so he did that song before he went into rehab. Yeah, before he went into like just before he went into oh, rehab. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he did it like right when he got out. May, like maybe he did the video right after he got out, but that mm-hmm. song was like in there. So, do you think, um, like you, you kind of having more of a timeline with his music? Mm-hmm. He would. I he had the conversation with Bernie where he's like very worried that his music will take a dip in quality if he doesn't have the drugs. Well, that's every yeah. Rock do you, star do you like, feel that that happened? No, no. no he's always. He's always great. What's a what's a good song from after he came out of rehab? Um, well, he did obviously did the Lion King stuff. Oh, that's did, that was post uh, rehab. Yeah. Oh, on. and that that's pretty interesting. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. He, he's done a little bit more like composing and shit like mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. let me see. Well, he retired from touring. Yeah, retired from touring, but he's he's gonna be playing Nassau Coliseum soon. Wow. Uh. Let me see. Yeah, I'm sorry. When exactly did he check himself in? Uh, I think he checked himself in in like maybe 89, 90. 89, 90? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't know if he really did anything outside of Lion King after that. No, yeah, he's not like... He's not one of these acts that has to put out new so- new stuff. Right. But he'll still be able to put on this yeah exactly yeah okay well I, I one thing that i thought was really cool in the acting speaking of his performances right is how you would you would show him like practicing like putting on a smile mm-hmm. for his shows which was just heartbreaking yeah and then even when he would be like absolutely miserable having like an awful like blowout fight with somebody and then as soon as he like you like does maybe sometimes it'll blow a line as soon as he gets out there throws a smile on and boom he's elton john when he's uh getting dressed up to do was he was doing rocket man and he gets put in the dodgers uniform yeah that was like because yeah. he's like so like he just Out of he it. just yeah. almost killed himself and he yeah. gets brought to this you know amazing yeah yeah amazing great movie 
Yeah. <sighs> is there any song that they did that you thought like, oh, I kind of wish they did a little bit more of? Um, Tiny Dancer? Ah, that's exactly what Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer was kind of like this passing yeah. by yeah. song. I was yeah. like, that could have been made so like beautifully done. Yeah, I actually thought he did like a bunch of songs. Like when he was um, talking like Dick James mm-hmm. and he's like going through his catalog. Like he's like he plays amazing songs, starts two seconds, like crap. Right. Like, Alright, starts another he like J. Jonah Jameson's him. Mm-hmm. And he like plays another one, he's like crap, and like I'm thinking like these are the best ones. Yeah, like, right. What are you doing? Um <laughs> a couple of them end up getting their own numbers, I yeah. think. Um uh, but yeah, I was pretty upset that Tiny Nature didn't and uh and your song was I think I think it was okay. He like played it for, and Bernie heard it and stuff. But yeah. did he ever get a performance out of it? No. Yeah, and I really like your song. Yeah. Um. But Tiny Dancer, I think, is the the one really. Tiny the one Dancer, I feel like it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, that yeah. one got shafted. Yeah, because that could have been a great like. Even in the set, the setup that they had it in, in that like uh, Mama Cass's party, they could have had all the hippies just fucking like dancing. Yeah. And it would have been really really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but also yeah. what I liked about. The, um, what song was it when he was underground? When he was underwater? That was Rocket Man. Yeah. Yeah. When oh, he's under with with Rocket Man, he almost looked like he was at peace, dying with yeah. his younger self. And then the the fans actually pulled him out, like the life, yeah. the life pulled him out. You know, yeah. like he couldn't he couldn't escape. You know, well, I thought that was that was that was. Um, I did like the little touch of uh, John Reed going like, "You die, a fucking kid." Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Don't you die, you third. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought. Uh, I thought that scene was very, very, was very good. Uh, also, I kind of like that the overarching, um, uh, like, like score right. for the whole movie was uh, Old Yellow Brick, was Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, Yellow Brick Road, yeah. yeah. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, yeah, that's a good song. I kind of like that that was always kind of there, and I yeah. kind of recognized it, but like... Yeah, it's a, metal, it's a medley song, so they could go in at any time. Yeah, yeah. and then at the, uh, at the very end, he actually gets that number. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're just about at 52 minutes, so 53 minutes. Uh, I think the the ending music video, that's a Dexter Fletcher type of thing, where it's like a carbon copy of what the performances is, so I think... I thought that was really cool, though. Yeah, because it's the same thing in Bohemian Rhapsody, where it's like mm. them, they finally, like, the actor copied every movement yeah. of that performance, yeah. and so they did it, but this is just, it's so goofy mm-hmm. that it just works perfectly. Yeah. It shows like the, the all his costumes and yeah. stuff that they did next to each other. Um, it, it's it's also a great way to end the movie because it's like, I mean, even though the song came out before you got help, it's like it's still such a, like a positive message. Like, yeah. you know, he still he still is out there. Yeah, he's that's still- what I'm saying. I'm wondering if how many of these songs like were actually reflective of the time that he sings them, right? Or how many of them just like matched really well, and so he kind of like repurposed them. Well, it's 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 like a jukebox musical, so they could just kind of put them out whenever so they weren't quite like they weren't linear they weren't linear yeah. okay right that's what i was asking yeah. so a song that might have come out later came earlier like, in the uh, movie if it saturday out. night did not come out when he was a little kid yeah of course like, of he, course, like yes. that's yeah they, they'll <laughs> use, like no yeah like but like he didn't write that that early on it's just yeah. like the the feeling of it gotcha yeah um yeah i think this movie if i'm gonna rate it yeah let's give it a great yeah i think the movie gets a nine for me yeah yeah real high for um, me i agree yeah the performances were yeah right um the, i think the performances were so strong i think it told a really good story the only reason i don't give it higher is because it's not really the movie's fault but everyone knows the story 
not not yeah. from Elton John alone, but it's such a like the music industry. This is the music industry. Yeah, you know every single get biopic. Popular, have get drugs, go to rehab, find yourself again. Yeah. What's about yeah? Well, like what's Bohemian Rhapsody about? Like he gets AIDS. He gets oh well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> that went in a different direction. <laughs> but he, he does drugs and he finds yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I like even without seeing. Bohemian I would Rhapsody, love a Bruce Springsteen musical where it's just like. Uh, I write really sad songs about New Jersey. To I write semi less sadder songs yeah. about New Jersey. <laughs> I come, really? in, I, I find my, I find peace in New Jersey. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I, I think it's just you know, and it's not Elton John's well. That's his life. Maybe but as bon a movie, Jovi will it's be like, next. Ooh, ooh, I'd love that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But as as a movie, I just feel like the narrative is something that we've seen yeah. a thousand times. Rocket Man, you've seen it, but see this one because he's yeah. great because Taron Egerton is great I was about to say like when you're watching the movie like obviously it's about events that have already happened so yeah. um, so like, I, I feel like that sort of balances it out you yeah. know uh, you know it's not like they came up with a trite story like no. that is the story it just happens to be the music industry is so predatory right. and, um, and and abusive that that's what ends up happening to everybody but um, he, he's a little different in that he was such a prodigy that he was able to kind of have um, this successful career like mm-hmm. like alongside it. Uh, I really like the musical numbers. I really uh, enjoy the supporting cast as well. Costumes were great. Costumes were great. Fucking the whole the setting the the cinematography was great. There were a couple two close close ups. Mm. I could have dealt with a, a wider shot mm-hmm. at a point, but I think because the the moment in the movie, yeah, it was emotional. You wanted yeah. to look at the face. Uh, yeah, I think that. Overall, the movie just did a lot of did a lot of good, did a lot of respect. And also, we were sitting in the see it second again. row, yeah. so maybe all the, the way on the left. Yeah, so it could have been a problem. Yeah, I would totally watch the movie again. Yeah. It was it was. I, I, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy it when it comes out. Yeah, I fucking love it. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe we we saw it like a couple days ago. Maybe we're just riding high on it. Maybe it'll change. I don't know because like, some movies, will die. Like the hype will dip off. Mm. Like they like. Like Avengers Endgame, I, I I had many opportunities to see it again, but I'm like, man, I don't want to see it again. Like mm. I've seen it. Okay. Like I can only see the Avengers Assemble thing once. Oh, I, I've been watching. It I know you've seen it like 45 times. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like the feeling I get, like the whole like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like with this, I feel like I could go back and like maybe I'll see something I didn't see before, mm. and, like you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think the musical numbers definitely have a lot to offer on second watch. Yeah. Um, but guys, if you don't like our ratings, if you actually think we're overhyping this movie to hell, um, you think Taron Egerton's, you know, his best work was Robin Hood. Right. Uh, you know, let us know. You can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. Or on Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. And uh, you can email us, Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. Or you could buy a shirt yep. uh, at Public backslash Movie Mayhem Podcast. Yeah. So, guys, that's the shoot. Thanks so much for uh, listening to us. Uh, next week we have a, another movie. We have a couple ideas that we're yeah, shooting around we're, with. We're gonna be staying away from action movies for a little while. A little while. A little while. Uh, I'm more I'm cultured. A, I'm a little. I'm a little burnt out of action movies. Fair enough. I get these. I get these like real points where it's like, like how many times can I see someone get punched see in somebody, the face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Like or see like a fight scene. You know, like it's just I need to see something different. I, no, need, I totally I, understand. I, the, I feel the same way. The other spectrum. Keep of it fresh. Cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because movies have so much to offer. Yeah. That set of just more than just punching people in the face. That's true. Um, so until then, guys, uh, you look out on our Twitter actually because we might be putting out some polls on yeah. what we're gonna do next. We have a lot of ideas. Yeah, we got um, we got some ideas here. Yeah, getting worked on. Shout out to Charging the Mound for having Brian on. That's right. Shout out to Pick Last uh, Podcast coming we, back soon. Yep. Football's coming back. Yep, and shout out to uh, uh, Bulldog, uh, Gaming. Bulldog Gaming. 
um, for that E3 coverage. That's that right. sweet E3 coverage. That sweet, sweet E3 coverage. All right. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. and shout out to us, Taron yeah. Edgerton. Uh, yeah, he, you owe us your career, bro. Yeah, he, he should. Um, yeah, because we got on him when the <laughs> Kingsman flow. When Kingsman came we out. Told him we hyped about that Kingsman. up in, in exactly. day one, yeah. Exactly. So we were, we were Taron Edgerton's day ones. Yeah. Right? Taron For, like, won. legit. Yeah. If he wins an Oscar, I mean... Bring it home. Bring it here, pal. Bring it home. Bring it to the <laughs> studio. All right, everyone. Legit. Like, I'm actually, like, heated about it. Like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, man. Like, you, you we didn't tell you to do Robin Hood. Yeah, you right. You did that on Jamie your Jamie Foxx wasn't with you shooting in the gym. Look what happens. us. Look what happens. You like. Listen to the mayhem. Yeah, listen to mayhem. Yeah, movie mayhem. Movie mayhem on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple uh, Podcast. Blah 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 blah. Uh, musical out out of the I'm so shooting. Oh god. Do you think I should do anything? End it with um. You can never know what it's like. Your blood like when a freezer just like ice. And there's a cold and lonely light that shines from you. You're white. And if you need to know while I'm still standing, you just fade.